0: This episode of Star Trek, the next conversation is brought to you by, you guessed it, Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. And I suppose by this time, you believe it or not. Uh, you can go to Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood. Andy, are we still running the Away Team promotion? As far as I know, Matt. There we are. Ten people can join your Away Team to visit the wonderful world of Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood, California. All you have to do is head up to the front desk, tell them... You heard about this on Star Trek The Next Conversation and mentioned Riker's sexy season two beard to get up to 10 people in for $100. It's the deal of the century. It's the deal of the Alpha Quadrant. It's the deal of the galaxy.
1: We should check in and see how many people have taken them up on this. Hopefully
0: more than 10.
1: Sure. Right? I don't know. Yeah, at least ten.
0: So that's it, guys. Head over to Ripley's, tell them about Riker's sexy new beard, and get up to ten people in for only $100. Welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation. Andrew Secunda is here with me. I'm Matt Myra. We are just chugging through the second season of Star Trek The Next Generation. We sure are. And I would uh, say it's been quite a chug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, uh, if a starship could go uphill, that's definitely what we've been experiencing. <laughs> Agreed. We have been... I say
0: we're in a bit of a... Mm, mid-season dip right now as far as episode quality goes i've yet to find a redeeming thing about any of the last three episodes it's a star i mean that's not true there have been some redeeming things i've pointed out but for the most part
1: you know what it is matt mm. it's a star trench
0: it's a star trench it is star still of sylvia trench not even uh, a, a light can escape this couple of <laughs> seasons is seasons, season two stuff anyway it's, i
1: really want to i really look forward to digging in with all the backstory and uh, and i i'm really i really am eager to get writers on for particular episodes to hear what was going on in the writer's room and what happened because yeah. i would love to know how they stayed in the you know just just uh, still churning out episodes so just i like, mean
0: it's crazy this is melinda snodgrass who gave us fucking measure of a man. She gave us the data on trial for his sentience episode right. and then she turns around and delivers pen pals.
1: Well, in fairness, the measure of the man episode I believe she wrote on her own. Uh, that was a spec script, wasn't it? Yes, and this one uh
0: was an adaptation of an original story from Hannah Louise Shearer. Anyway, I don't want to dive too much into the episode before we get to Hales and such. Go to Leave a Faster Review and join the Admiral's Club. This is the and such portion of Hails and Such. <laughs> it sure is. Matt, how do they join
1: the Admirals Club?
0: Well, Andy, it's very simple. You don't have to spend years at the Academy, then years serving in various positions on many starships to earn an Admiral's rank.
1: You don't have to deal with the
0: politics. You don't have to deal with the politics. You don't have to schmooze. You don't have to be a bureaucrat. You don't have to have your ship taken away from you and then worry that you're too old and you can't get your eyes fixed with Retinox 5. (laughs) All you have to do here is leave a five-star review on iTunes for this very podcast. And you, too, will be welcomed
1: with open arms into the Admirals Club. I didn't make the connection until just now that uh, Lorca on Discovery has eye problems, too. Like Admiral Kirk.
0: And as I asked Jason Isaacs on After Trek, why
1: not get some transition lenses at Space Lens Crafters? You should tune in and see uh, Matt Myra every week on After Trek. He's the host. It's a true story right after star trek discovery um, streaming
0: when when cbs all access is fully s- servering
1: <laughs> <laughs> a
0: little, little bit of a technical hiccup last week
1: i haven't had a problem but well, you, um, don't,
0: you don't watch live you don't watch night that Up. is true i so don't watch night I, night I, night I heard last week there were a lot of people and it's a bummer man because i'm like over there just trying to do a show and those people can't watch it and they want to watch it hopefully it was just because the show Star Trek Discovery is so popular that they need more server space than they asked for.
1: Bo, what are you doing? Bo is really getting his face all over me. He's licking my arms. Bobo, He's uh, having a having a blast here. Bo is our Star Trek dog. Um. All right, the Animals Club. Here's what we heard from this week from the real movie. He says, "Andrew's Star Trek podcast. Andy wows the audience with his massive TNG knowledge. Occasionally, the bored up uh, Matt breaks in to turn down Andy's volume that's or otherwise true. derail the show. Andy is the best. Uh, Andy, yeah, you're the best. Great Thanks, job, buddy. apparently that's what the reviews say. The reviews are in. Chosen by me, Matt and Andy's names will ring out through the hells of Stobacore. Right? I'm <laughs> pronouncing that correctly." I believe so. By uh, Race Isaiah. Uh, and then his comment is Kapla. Kapla. Um, and the last one is, huzzah, I'm an admiral now. Came for the mat and TNG nostalgia. Stayed despite Andy. Andy. <laughs> Andy. Oh, stay for the Andy. <laughs> some everybody. people like me. Some people are against me. Uh, what are you going to do? And, uh, uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to keep doing a show.
0: All right.
2: And that was the
1: Club. Good to have you on board, gentlemen and our ladies.
2: Captain, Captain we are being hailed.
1: All right, here are the hails. Um, first, uh, we got a couple of gifts in recent weeks um, GIFs. Uh, uh, no uh, actual with a T at the end wow. of it. No, no 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 easily digitizable repeated pictures no I've uh, I'm a publicist working on a book series called Star Trek Cats in which scientific illustrator <laughs> Jenny Parks recreates scenes from the original series except with cats as the stars sure uh, and uh, that was from April Whitney senior publicist for Chronicle Books. she sent us. A copy of the book which if you'd like to peruse i can get it to you but i had a feeling you'd be less interested than me because i'm the one with a star trek cat uh omar little really uh, a, a no, wire, is cat. wire cat but uh you know he
0: he's a jack of all yeah season six of the wire when they went to space was real weird but...
1: <laughs> it was my favorite season much better than the boat season omar Beeman. um and uh and then if you want to look inside that other package, Matt, sure. uh, that is from James Brecknell and he sent us a couple
0: oh of Oh dear, I dropped one of them. A couple of a couple of, of deltas. Uh huh. And
1: I believe that they're Discovery Era, if I'm not mistaken. They are indeed Discovery Deltas.
0: You know, there's a captain and a commander in here. I guess we have to fight it out to see who's who. Oh,
1: you deserve to be captain. I'm happy that I even got uh
0: 3d4geeks.etsy.com. Get and your own disco badge.
1: And he even said uh, if your listeners use the code disengage, they can get 10% off any order. Magnet
0: backing, so you can put that right on your... On oh, I didn't realize we got yeah. that. That's from um, James Bricknell. Thank you, you know, James.
1: Were you? W- did you see the Jason Isaacs week? Were you in studio for that week of time I'm caught up oh yes i no i wasn't in that week uh i did watch it though he handed me he put on for the promos for the next
0: week he Uh gave me his badge to wear his (sighs) actual delta with the with the uh with the pips Uh uh-huh and uh it was very funny because i could not get through the promo because i was so delighted
2: (laughs) (laughs) i can only imagine
0: officially given a uh, to borrow, it's it, it. It was the same. It was the same exact feeling I got when Daniel
1: Craig handed me his new Bond watch and told me to try it on. Um, I I so excited, and it really does lead into uh, to one of our hails here. Sure, um, which I think raises an issue that uh, I think is a really interesting question for a Star Trek show. Uh-huh. Um, but before that, I will just say again, because this, this uh, letter is about to take me to task, I am enjoying the hell out of Discovery. I just can't. Andy is, th- I
0: would I would say, it is safe to say that Andy is finding even more enjoyment out of that show than I am.
1: Um I, I just, it's, you know, I'm a, I, you know, granted, well, I don't know, we're going to get into it in this letter, but I guess I would just say it's funny to be watching maybe, you know, if not the low point, certainly consistently low point uh, of TNG, uh, and then watch Discovery. And just, I love that that, uh, that Lorca is just kind of crazy and who knows what's going on with him. Yeah. I I love uh, the Burnham character. Uh-huh. Uh, there's uh, some characters I'm not as fond of but I've, I just uh, really, I love the action. I'm into it. I've warmed up to Michael. Yeah. yeah. It, were you, you were not uh, not I sure. Called, I, I don't love a I don't love a first oh, the first episode uh, mutiny. Right, yeah. See, I'm I that that plays to my plays mm-hmm, <laughs> <sure. laughs> to my interest. Anyway, the uh, the Hale says this. Look, I get that you guys you got an amazing opportunity to do this after show, but come on, guys, you're really going to go out of your way to say that Discovery is not only a great show, but Orville is redundant. Aside from a uh, horrible, i never said that. I've never seen Orville. I know sir. this is uh, this is a to, just FYI. This whole thing mm. was basically he's talking about what I said, oh, not okay. what Matt said. So know. Matt is the one who got the opportunity. I got no opportunity. <laughs> I am not a sellout. He's allowed to say I'm whatever he wants to say. Nothing, and I'm saying I enjoy. Star Trek Discovery. Honestly, I thought I would have to do a little bit more dancing around the topic, and uh, I haven't. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Anyway... Aside from a horrible theme, Enterprise was the last great Trek show. I'm sure you'd be debated on that, my friend. Are you fucking kidding me, sir? That's, is, this from is this Scott Bakula? Is this Scott Bakula? It is from Ensign Scott Bakula. I don't know why he made me Jesus insane. Christ. Dude, um, dude. Discovery is redundant. I will take you
0: to fucking task on that, bro.
1: Discovery is redundant. Strong female lead sci-fi war shows. Hmm. Killjoys did it. Dark Matters did it. Battlestar did it. Roddenberry's rolling in his grave, boys. Trek is about challenging preconceptions. Well, he's,
0: uh, first of all, he was cremated part of his ashes are sent to space so that's problem number one so I
1: guess he's just sort of
0: he's (laughs) sort of uh, what he's he's He's—I don't know—he's trying to reanimize the uh,
1: blending in his grave.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure,
0: he's
1: blending on a shelf in Rod's house. Yeah, I guess so, and not in his grave. Um, I think he... preconceptions, discovering new places Spread. and beings. Discovery embraces the war aspects and gives zero Star Trek feels to me. I get it, guys—you got to do what you got to do, but don't shit on the memory. Real trick, track by saying this JJ versus knockoff is anything but a good sci-fi show. Uh, and A horrible Star Trek show.
0: Well, let me jump in for half a second. Here, Go ahead, Andy. I know he's mostly talking to you. Um, he is. Um, but I w- a couple things. Uh, one of my favorite arcs in all of Star Trek was the Dominion War uh, on Deep Space Nine, and, and What's that, the spoilers was, that was the Federation at war. That's all I'll say about that. But uh, and you know, I really enjoyed the sort of militaristic aspects of the Wrath of Khan. Me too. That's my favorite one. And uh, you know, the peace negotiations of Star Trek Six. I've enjoyed Yep. now don't get me wrong I love hope I love humanity and its exploration of itself while exploring the galaxy um, but I think that seeing the Klingon war we'd heard about for 50 years is uh, an interesting take do I personally wish that the Federation was not at war with the Klingons with Discovery I don't know I'll have to see how it plan- pans out But I will say, this week we got a standalone episode that really had little to do with the Klingons. uh, This coming week.
1: This coming week. Or, I guess you guys will hear this after that has aired, yes. Right. Um, I, of course, have been enjoying the hell out of it. And I do, I thought, I guess you sort of already touched on it a little bit, but I was curious, because there has been a general feeling, I think, in tweets, too. Uh, And by the way, I'm only halfway caught up on the Orville, and it's definitely improved, and it's definitely, like, if you compare... In terms of the classic Star Trek, um, um, uh, you know, structure, it's definitely more, they even had one where they go down to a planet and there's a bunch of people that are all convinced that uh, they, they don't, uh, you know, I don't know if it was a computer at the end. It was basically, oh, no, it was just a, a, they had been traveling through space and then they'd forgotten that they were traveling through space and they were in a an artificial Earth and they didn't realize that they were in an artificial Earth. Okay. So it was very, and there was, like, gods and and ideas that they were like, oh, it was it's this fake god. And there's a lot of oppression and stuff. There was, like, a regime. There's, like, a lot of old Star Trek stuff in there. Sure. But in the end, and I enjoyed it, honestly, and I'm enjoying the show. But in the end, I was like, well, you're just redoing it. So I'm not saying that this new Discovery show is the solution to that, necessarily. It's working for me. But... I don't know. I, I don't th- uh, see how the argument is that it's not redundant with the old track. And frankly, I would say, you go back to TOS, TOS was really ballsy and, and badass and kind of warlike. Certainly an action show uh, in many yeah, ways. Certainly
0: that fucking, uh, oh, God. What is the episode with the Romulans where they are? Balance of Terror. Yeah. I mean, that is just a classic submarine drama. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I, I,
1: I get where he's coming from and I get that feeling that he has. but uh. so I guess my question is Matt, where do you, because it feels like the argument is this isn't this isn't Trek.
0: This isn't Trek. Do okay. you feel
1: like there is an argument in in any world where it's like this isn't quote Trek. Yes, you're in the Trek universe, but this isn't quote Trek. you know what I mean? Because um, I feel like that's what people are saying. It's,
0: it, it, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it is, it is Star Trek. In spite of the fact that, like, I wish that an episode like fucking Pen Pals was not Star Trek. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's Star Trek.
1: Well, that is a thing we were even touching on. We were just talking about it briefly before, and just the stuff that they do with Data in this episode is crazy. Is crazy, but it's canon. Yeah, <laughs> he did it. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: but also, like i mean it's i think it's hard to judge this discovery show as a whole yet i mean it's only had six or seven episodes that i've seen so far and uh I, you know i think they're doing a great job and it, and it i will say that it has be it is feeling more and more like my star trek every week
1: uh uh-huh. it seems like next so, week is real is a real uh old Trekky kind of that that episode Right. The one I have seen. Yeah. The Harry Mud. The, the Harry Mud one. Yeah, yeah. there's a Harry Mud one. There's like some time loop stuff. Yeah. Oh, boy. Are they going back to Time Squared? Is that what it was called? Oh, God
0: yes there's another captain lorca <laughs> and he is dazed and uh just sitting on a shuttle
1: uh I love it. there was another little captain lorca and he was totally chill he was just like oh i don't think we should do that that seems immoral
0: i mean if if frakes is correct and his spilling of the beans that they are doing a mirror universe in <gasps> in uh discovery oh i'm then- so excited yeah, I mean, it'll be very interesting. Like it's my favorite. What's going to be going on in that mirror universe?
1: Um, okay, so uh, let's get on with these hails. So, anyway, sorry, um, that was a weird digression. I'm going a couple of, of back uh, because he said, because there was someone said, I put it to the wall, uh, Mr. LaForge. And then I had a couple of explanations. It was a boat thing? Was that uh, what it was? It was not a boat thing, I don't think. Here are the two explanations we've gotten.
2: Hey, uh, Matt and Andy, I uh, just wanted to call, uh, say I'm a huge fan of the show, uh, you guys are awesome and hilarious, um, a bit of uh, a <laughs> little correction for you guys uh, in Times Square, uh-huh. uh, when he says uh, put it to the wall, uh, I'm a pilot up in Alaska, ah. and I think it's more referring to uh, putting uh, an aircraft uh, power uh, to the firewall, Oh. Uh, and, and- these are the smaller, product, smaller product, oh, lost him a little. Uh, from the uh, top and to the engine uh so uh they they weren't entirely wrong in, in setting that uh but just uh would love to show you guys uh, hope i get on the air and, you did uh, you.
0: Bye. safe flying my
1: friend you made it the firewall the firewall um, and then there was another explanation that came in what, what, what? Um, from Elizabeth Leek that said the phrase balls to the wall may come from with uh, the centrifugal governor of a steam engine, which uses spinning ball bearings oh. to adjust a valve limiting the amount of steam entering sure. the engine. And as it produced more steam, um, the force uh, pushed the spinning bearings outward toward the wall of their housing. So that was another explanation. Um, and then we got uh, another one just before we're completely off Time Squared, which I thought was a quick funny one.
0: Gentlemen, just finished up your episode about Time Squared, I have to say, what does Data's poop look like, is my favorite thing you guys have ever said. <laughs> now, I have a nine-year-old son, my assumption is that Data's poop looks like Minecraft blocks just wanted to throw sure. out there. Thank you guys so much. I actually enjoy your podcast more than I enjoy the next generation. Very nice <laughs> Well,
1: at this Certainly more at this at this point. stage, sure. Um and now here's the here's a fascinating thing and I I'm, I'm going to have to pick through this because I I can't edit it. Uh hi hi there. I just finished listening to your Times Square podcast. Great show. BTW, um Anyway, I wanted to point out that it was amazing that Andy pointed to Q as a possible solution to the episode because uh, that was originally the point. Check out this interview with Maurice Hurley that I have scanned using my phone. Apologies for the quality from the excellent unofficial resource Captain's Logs by Edward Gross and Mark Altman. Oh, who I had lunch with. Uh, Not lunch, uh, dinner at the Battlestar conference. Uh, Very nice person. Um, who I think used to write for Starlog magazine. Uh, uh, her, Hurley's original idea for Times Squared would be as a lead-in to Q-Who, but Gene Roddenberry nixed the idea. I'm shocked that Roddenberry still was involved. Nixed ideas at yeah. the stage of season two? Um, thanks to you guys. I can't read anything attributed to the late Maurice Hurley without hearing it in that <laughs> voice. Um, so let me just see if I can... Oh, boy. Dig some of this stuff out. Classic digging. Uh, the thing that I liked about it is that from the audience's point of view, since people follow the show so closely, I hope this is Maurice Hurley, uh, so, so closely, the next time they see the vortex, they go, uh, here we go again, and they would uh, connect the two shows instantly. And then to have Q jump in and have Picard make the conclusion at the same time that the audience is making the conclusion, I thought it was a way to involve them at a level that hadn't been involved with the show before, et cetera, et cetera. It's a goofy way to do it, but it's different, goofy. admittedly. It's a goofy way to do it's it. It's a goofy way to do it. The rash, uh, he, admittedly, the ending of Times Square was confusing. The rationale behind it was gone. Interesting. So there was a change, and that's partly why it sucks. Um, someone else's idea, says Maurice Hurley, who wrote the script for the episode. We've seen a lot of people do time jumps back and forth uh, around. They're always coming back 500 or 1,000 years. Nobody's ever really come back six hours. Six hours is what fascinated me. He didn't do very much with it. Uh-huh. Also, the idea that it was originally a prelude to the episode Q Who, but Gene didn't like it. Ah, Coco Bird. Originally, he elaborates, by the events of the episode. This really puts a strain on your voice if you're doing it long term. Sure. Uh, put together by Q, he had manipulated all of them as a way to introduce himself. To introduce himself, he'd already been there last season. Reintroduce himself, maybe. Nope. Well, it says introduce I've him. decided it's re. <laughs> that character didn't exist. Um, the way it was originally designed is that all three episodes later they're going through space and all of a sudden Picard finds himself stuck in a shuttlecraft in a flash and he sees the ship falling into the top of the vortex and exploding he thinks he's lost his mind doesn't know what's going on Q appears and says hey how you doing Picard says you caused all that and all these other things ah well surprised you didn't put together earlier oh well you are slow just a kind of calling card something to do interesting wasn't it and now he's into it what do you want I want to join you. So it was like the first one ended as a total. What the hell was that? It doesn't make any sense. I can't figure it out. Huh. Uh, Why would he be going forward any different than going backward? Why would you be? You know what? This is all the same. Um, It was was a nothing ending. But if you realize the ending, that something happens where Picard says, this is a bullshit ending, everyone. It shouldn't have happened. What does it mean? It means that there's something else there oh boy go. it sounds it does sound whatever you say about what the original idea is or whether it was better or it was worse it certainly sounds in keeping with the Hurley character to be blaming everyone around him for the uh, yes indeed for the mistake but I am interested if what's his face was really involved still um, and the last thing I will say what's his face? Um, it's the, uh, one of the great sci-fi creators of all time. What's his face? The um, uh, last thing I'll say is uh, we get a, a, a hail from Eric. It says, I thought you might be interested in an old Marine Corps tradition called blood striping. Um, when an enlisted Marine achieves the rank of corporal, he uses he used to undergo a ceremony uh, called blood striping. The blood stripe is the red stripe that is worn down the side of the blue, dress blue uniform. Uh-huh. Um, traditionally, if the ceremony consists of the Marine walking through two lines of platoon mates, this is almost exactly uh, how the Klingons were positioned, and Worf's second rite of ascension. Uh, each Marine in line takes a force turn, forcefully kneeing the newly promoted Marine in the thigh. Oof. Commonly, the Marine uh, receiving the initiation can no longer stand after only half of the ceremony and needs to be held up and passed down the line in order to complete it. When I was blood striped as a young Marine Wow he's a Marine um, uh, That and the other Initiation rituals were being banned So he had to do mine behind closed doors <laughs> It was banned so let's just hit it Glad you got to it <laughs> After being beaten to where I can no longer stand And nearly passing out I was carried out to the bar for the night And then spent the bulk of the next week Unable to walk or run Jesus While War's ritual may have been characterized as brutal It was certainly similar to fairly regular ceremonies in the Marine Corps in 1990, it was that late. Yeah, I mean that seems like a thing, right?
0: It's like the airmen getting their badges shoved onto their chests without the pinbacks.
1: Yeah, I saw my uh, submarine uh, warfare officer. Um, now, what is it? My I'm brother-in-law. Married, she's a cousin. Your and I your, don't know. She's my brother. My brother-in-law's, brother-in-law's cousin niece what does that make her okay. me? Right. Nothing. All right. Well, she's just a lady then it was I saw her get pinned. Um, all right. here we go. prime corrective:
3: Time for retrospective truth is objective. It's a prime corrective and he got it wrong
0: I can't imagine we got anything wrong. Um, I oh do I don't God. know if this is, what? Uh, we're recording this on, two. What is this Wednesday night? Wednesday, and the uh, the fucking the Astros took the lead in the tenth inning. Yeah, it was five to three. Uh huh. I just checked the game again, and it is five to five. Are you rooting for this either? In the tenth inning. Uh, I am personally rooting for the Astros because they beat the Red Sox.
1: Huh. But you just don't want it to be in for naught
0: Yes. I always
1: feel better when my team loses to the team that wins. Interesting. Um, Prime Corrective, you mentioned in the podcast The Icarus Factor. The ship Riker would take command of is spelled Ares, like the constellation, and horoscope Stein instead of Ares, the Greek god of war. Both are pronounced the same. You uh, mentioned that? I had mentioned it's strange for a ship to be called Ares, like the god of war, because it's Starfleet. And and uh, Tom Crawford is basically pointing out that he believes, and I have seen Ares, the god of orbit, spelled both ways. He has it uh-huh. spelled A-R-E-S. Uh-huh. Whatever the case, he is pointing out that it's most likely the constellation, which is the ram. Good to know.
0: I like a ram. <laughs> it's probably got like a bull bar on the front, maybe a winch.
1: Anyway, that's the else. The is closed, sir. Oh,
3: sir.
0: Well, Andy, it's time to dive right in here. We are talking about Pen Pals. The episode number, is it that important? It's 141. May 1st, 1989, start date 4265.3. Andy, what the hell was going on out there?
1: Like a Prayer was still at number one. Oh, sure. Matt by Madonna. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, Kylie Minogue's Hand on Your Heart was big in the UK, if you want to switch it up. <laughs> Um, you know,
0: normally I'm all for Kylie Minogue, but uh, I feel like like a prayer has been really just treating
1: us right. So <laughs> it is a, it's our new theme, it's really. Um, The Satanic Verses still hot is the best seller. Mm-hmm. Uh Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery starring Denise Crosby. Yep, yep. Killed the competition at she the back. She thought side. she was going to be a movie star. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, no, that was the other guy. That was the president of Paramount who took a shot She thought she was going to be a movie star. pretty <laughs> good. I don't think it sounds anything like him, but it's a delightful character. Um, Disney's MGN Studios. Oh, interesting. I'll and just... I
0: look him dead in the eye, and I say, you're going to get over there and do the Today Show. Are you locked in? And Denise, well, <laughs> you're not going to be a movie star. We'll just kill her right off. So I call Gene. Gene's not answering. I get his lawyer on the phone. <laughs>
1: Anyway, that's my impression of John uh, I forget I don't either Anyway uh, Disney's MDN Studios opened in Orlando, Florida South African anti-apartheid activist David Webster Was murdered by assassins Yikes uh, Employed by a clandestine en- agency of the apartheid state uh, Oliver North was convicted on charges Relating the Iran-Contra affair And Time Magazine's cover declaimed abortion Will the court turn back the clock? <laughs> They're still trying There you go
0: Alright, Andy, thanks so much for that You did a great job Sorry I couldn't get that music cue sooner Point is, we're going to talk about Pen Pals Directed by Winrick Colby And written by Melinda M. Snodgrass Melinda, of course, was the writer of Measurement of Man And some others uh, Hannah Louise Shearer uh, Was given story credit So, here we go let me see if I can. Actually, you know, I'm going to take this. I'm going to pull this down over here. And, we you get the ship going in the background? Everybody's happy. <laughs> the Enterprise command staff decides it's time to give Wesley a real test of responsibility, oversight of a team checking into dangerous geological events in the Solcundi drama. Solcundi drama system. It's so close to Secunda. The Secunda drama system. As the acting ends and seeks advice in picking and leading his team for, of older subordinates, a member, box at running a lengthy test, Wesley feels is necessary after soul-searching and a pep talk from Riker, Wesley gets the test run with no problem. Meanwhile, Data interrupts Picard's holodeck horseback ride to admit he has contacted a young girl on an un, on the unsafe world, Dremma 4. Although he only wanted to reassure the girl after picking up her lonely broadcast for help, When her world became unstable, Data now fears, and Picard agrees, that his contact may violate the Prime Directive. After a lively staff debate on the issue, Picard agrees to let Data bring the young girl aboard as Wesley's team tries to reverse the volcanic stresses that are about to wreck the planet. Standing next to Data, Sharenka watches from the bridge as the plan works, and Wesley's team celebrates Picard, then orders Pulaski to wipe Sarjanka's short-term memory and when Data takes her home she remembers nothing of her pen pal
1: or of the ship that saved her now has that ever been done before in Star Trek history that just yeah just wipe her memory a memory wipe I feel like that's something that would have solved a lot of, prop, prop, a little, lot of problems a little, uh, a
0: little neuralizing
1: yeah hmm I don't know.
0: It seemed very weird. It also, and seems like arbitrary. a crazy thing. If like someone witnesses a murder, you can just like
1: yeah. knock them out with hypo spray and then erase their brain. <laughs> it's very strange. I mean, I guess it makes sense that that would have been figured out by the 24th century. Sure.
3: Both Bob and I it.
0: Great music video. Um, I don't know what to tell you, Andy. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, no. Sorry to tell that I told you to watch Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> um Genuinely sorry. And I feel bad. And and the audience at home, listen, when I told you last week not to watch this episode, I meant it. And quite frankly, I forgot how bad it was. Here we go. This is Pen Pals.
4: Captain's Log, Star Date four two six nine five point three. We are the first manned vessel to enter the Selcundi-Drema sector. That Our happen? manned probes have recorded unusual Secunda. levels of geological activity in all five planetary systems. I am hoping the Enterprise will find the answer to this enigma. Commander.
0: All right. So, I like it so far. Right. I'm happy that the Enterprise is checking out some geological disturbances in a planetary system that hasn't been charted fully, really. Or whatever it is he says. And uh, I'm on board I like, a, I like a space mystery Sure So I think I think where we're going With this episode is Oh boy This space mystery Is going to be real
2: interesting Been reviewing The unmanned probe scans At some point During the last 150 years The fifth planet Of Selkundi Drema Has shattered Forming an asteroid belt
4: I'd call it Geological instability Is there any indication That this is the work Of an unknown intelligence This is geology That I could shoot Not malevolence these planets live fast and die hard. The question is, why?
1: You
0: know, I got like 80 torpedoes just sitting here ready to go. <laughs> Captain? Sure you want to Maybe we just do a no, widespread I'll just, I'll just to make sure.
4: you would be impressed. An optimistic vote of confidence from the non-rider.
0: Completely in my brain of Star Trek scenes,
1: I would never... I
4: don't remember. Don't remember this. I don't remember. Is it possible
1: because it doesn't look like Star Trek and it's not yeah. connected to the plot in yeah. any way? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than he's sort of annoyed and he's in the holodeck.
0: Well, I mean, and it's like, it is weird.
1: The, um... I, f- I feel like Beta Zed would be great animal trainers. <laughs> that was very, that was very... First of all, a of his she...
4: Tent, carry him into battle. Feed his children with the milk. There's a bond which is created by... Mutual need Hello beautiful
0: Hi oh, captain had... Computer turn <laughs> off talking animal <laughs> Are you sure captain Yes <laughs> Ride me stud <laughs> You're looking very attractive you don't today You not the captain. of a
3: pet You want a companion
0: Thank you
4: I don't want to anthropomorphize anything
0: You hear that computer
4: It seems that some creatures have the capacity.
0: That just blew my mind. Just the endless escapades I would get into with talking animals on the holodeck. That would be the best.
1: You make a real life Disney movie. Oh, I would never. If if holodecks existed, I would never. Oh, you. I would would never never, ever leave. I think the
0: goal would be. You'd not. You wouldn't be paying into a four hundred one k. You'd be paying into a holodeck fund. Uh-huh. that would just enable you to keep enough power to charge your holodeck. I guess that's true. You know? Yeah. Although I wonder what happens when you when you poop um, in a holodeck toilet. Where does that go?
1: Yeah, what happens when you're in the
0: holodeck and you got to poop? Although we did talk about the guys that have to mop the floor after Riker's done in there. Right. Anyway,
1: back to the uh, horse. Oh, I could talk. Is there... I guess they must. They must have like a little thing that looks like something like else a, that's a toilet bowl. So if you're like in Victorian England, then it's like here's an old timey toilet, but it's really just a, a machine that captures your your. where yeah, does that where does that machine go? I guess it, it it then
0: dematerializes the stuff and maybe that's saves just it not a thing. Maybe you just have like a, a holodeck, right? And then an on and then an ensuite bathroom. Uh-huh. So you always have to call for the arch, and then go out to the bathroom. <laughs> that
1: would be an amazing moment. Computer arch. I'll be right back. Really? Again? Yeah. Sorry, horse. You just asked for it. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. I mean, I like the, I like seeing them outside. She, I, I like it too. It um, does, it I does. wonder if it was a budgetary issue. You there, do see but. all the flaws of There's like the uniform of work. Troy, like all the seams, all the like I it just under natural light. It looks more like a costume. My
3: mother and the cat reacted than a badly uniform. to one another.
1: I want a Betazoid kitten. That was one thing I thought. She mentions a Betazoid kitten. Do you think... What do you think a Betazoid kitten is like? I do wonder what the distinction is. I feel like animals are pretty intuitive about how you're feeling anyway. So I guess this would be a particularly empathetic kitten. Sure. He's about to mount up and then Riker calls him. It's crazy. I, would I think it's rude, the by the way. Uh-huh. You know what? I'm going back on it. I think that I like that beta zoids become too involved with animals, and that's why it's weird for them. Although, why wouldn't she just become involved with the people around her and freak out all the time? <laughs> if she couldn't control it control it.
4: The first long range reading, magnification ten to the sixth. Quite impressive and deadly. The last unmanned probe showed a thriving ecosystem. Now there's nothing.
1: Not really a
0: teaser. Um agreed. Also, I mean it's just like then we have this lengthy scene about Wesley. About Wesley getting a command post. Yep, It's crazy.
4: It isn't big enough unless it scares you a little. To do the job, Wesley's going to need a team. Takes command presence to leave. You think he's ready for that?
3: Leadership grows from self-confidence, which is also part of a
4: Starfleet officer's education. All of this is true, but there's an old horse trainer's adage about putting too much weight on a we young man. you get it, you got a horse. We don't want it to break under pressure.
3: We seem to be shifting the focus here. Are we talking about a young officer on the fast track to the academy? Or are we talking about a young man that we are guiding through adolescence and into adulthood? You can't guide someone into adulthood The experiences are unique to each person Whether Wes succeeds or fails He will learn from the experience I agree I'm just questioning the speed at which we're moving
1: Because my job is to be a
0: buzzkill
3: I think that's a valid concern
0: You know, I used to to
1: Bang Riker's dad Oh, uh, oh, God This is a weird time It never came up organically So I just thought I would bring it up now (laughs)
0: Awkward. <laughs> Jordy takes his visor off and he goes, "Oh shit! You guys can still see me." <laughs> it's back on. Uh, we have fun here on Star Trek: The Next Conversation, and if you're having fun too, and you'd like to join the United Federation of Planets Presidents Club, you can go ahead and uh, punch in your your our, our email address into your PayPal's and your whatnots.
1: Sttncpod at gmail. Somebody was asking that, actually. How do we donate?
0: Oh, and the other thing, too, is we enjoy voicemails. So if you have a voicemail about this episode or a future episode, you can go ahead and call us at... 816-TREK-TNC. That number acquired by a fan for us because it was
1: for... What was it? It was something ridiculous. Something... fast Fit (laughs) Ski. And and then please tweet us at Star Trek TNC or uh, Instagram us... (laughs) I'll at, put something at, up Andy's I promise that he hasn't at used. Star Trek TNC also alright Wesley here's your big moment what are you gonna do? or I'm at Andrew Secunda FYI Wesley <laughs> last week I had a uh, assigned
2: you the command of the planetary mineral surveys sir? act like you've been there thank you sir well you may not thank me after you see how much work it entails
0: speaking of act like you've been there uh andy andy's episode of goldberg's aired tonight uh what'd we end up calling it um
1: jackie likes star trek
0: okay so the episode's called jackie likes star trek but it has my favorite tag we've ever done which is adam not acting like he's been there after being kissed each time by Jackie,
1: it was a little bit. It's basically the the plot of the the episode is it's he he's a Star Wars fan. He finds out that his girlfriend likes Star Trek. Um, it's very apropos to this podcast. Um, but uh, there was a line that was set up where at the beginning he's acting like a nerd, and uh, and his grandfather says, "Act like you've been there." When she kisses him, uh-huh. and uh, the setup is removed. So, <laughs>
0: is
2: the setup gone? Yeah, so now uh, it's at the end, and well, I think it
1: was just an oversight. By the time you purchase a DVD, because I wasn't. The setup may. I was away be writing a script that week. I actually saw Matt in New York, if I didn't mention it. Yep. Oh, I didn't, because we had already recorded. Oh, yeah. I, long I, I, I took a trip to New York and saw Matt was behind the scenes. Couldn't have been prouder. Yeah, we did After Trek. What Like was a it king the- he was in the After Trek. Mary and. uh Ken, who are you talking about?
0: Oh, the uh, people. Our, the guests are Klingons. Are sure? Our Discovery Klingons?
1: You would know better than Mary and then the is it that the showrunner was the other guy, right? Oh, Aaron was there. Uh huh. And Kenneth. Were,
0: the, were you were you there the Klingon week? Yes. Oh yeah, there. There yeah. you go. There were and two Aaron, Klingons and Aaron Harberts. Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and they were very kosher runner, delightful, huh? Kosher runner. I was trying to throw kosher that runner. all together gotcha. as one thing. Um, and it was very exciting. Got to watch it in a little screening room. Then got to sit in the little audience. It is a very tiny audience. And uh, and uh, and I posted right. something on my Instagram. There you go. So the ones who follow me get to see it. Seems like a pretty good thing to put on the Star Trek TNC Instagram, Andy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, maybe I did. Uh, I think I did. Actually, I don't think I put it on mine. Never anyway, mind. back to this. No one wants to hear about this. I'm really? Sorry, I'm I not. Th- I don't think so. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm bored. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm, just, I'm boring myself too. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Data's bridge
0: playset, where he's sitting there.
2: Is this part of your regular duties? No, it is a personal project. I have reset the sensors to scan for frequencies outside their usual range. Mm. Such as? The dips and peaks of the galaxy's magnetic field, organic molecules in nebular clouds, energetic cosmic rays.
4: Interesting. Would these scans also detect artificial transmissions as well as naturally occurring signals?
2: Of course. Good. Those signals are very faint and difficult to distinguish from background noise. That is why I am boosting the power.
0: And wharf trips over massive isolinear chips. I will be removing equipment to my quarters. Probably important. <laughs> Good to the, <laughs> to the, the bridge of the, the Enterprise. Uh, yeah. Like I get that Data's third in command, but I feel like that's crazy what he's doing on the bridge. <laughs> it's very strange,
1: particularly him being an android. <laughs> uh, he could have stacked all of them up neatly in like
0: a quarter of a second. What do you think of, uh, you think of uh, Wesley's team? I think they're all lovely
4: Locked people. geological puzzle.
1: Oh. Huh. Yeah, go ahead. What do you want? I don't remember when it is. I think it's much later in the show. Where, how far in are you? I'm at, si- at 1646. Somebody little walks little into the, his holodeck program. Oh, Data. That's later. Yeah. But Data walks into the Captain Picard's holodeck program, and my question is: What are the rules regarding walking into someone else's holodeck program? You can probably set it on like "do not disturb" or "go for it." And so, uh, Captain Picard's just sort of like he's like, like nothing well, to hide, I'm riding a horse. I don't yeah. care.
0: If anyone right. Wants to join me? I'm pretty lonely. That's why I'm looking for companionship in this holographic <laughs> horse.
2: Identify, please.
3: Sensors indicate low-level RF waves.
2: Is there a pattern?
3: Affirmative
2: naturally occurring negative key universal translator please
3: unable to comply weak signal
2: lock on comlink and boost
3: lock on complete read please insufficient signal
2: strength oh boy enhance please
1: make it into a picture make it into a t-shirt
2: Yes.
0: Ugh. Do you like the Wesley command stuff? I, I like it a little bit. Yeah, I like seeing I enjoyed the, it. Uh, the 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 world of these survey teams.
1: It has sure been six do.
4: weeks since our entrance into the Selcomde Draymer sector. Each system has revealed the same disturbing geological so kind of upheavals on every planet. It really is.
3: It seems to me at this point we can expect the greatest tectonic stresses.
2: I agree. Nice job. Here are the results of my scan on the third Selkundi system. It's just the same old song.
3: Now, didn't you tell me that UV absorptions like these are
2: indicative of traker deposits? Where there's traker, there's generally dirolithium? Yes, I did so don't you think we ought to run an echo spectrogram well these tracker readings are really faint it's probably just a fool's echo I think I'd still run an echogram.
3: Wesley it's a major undertaking to set up the scanner
2: we're looking at five hours minimum I know I know I don't oh, want to a, a halfway doing. job
1: well space being
2: thorough and then there's wasting time it's also the mark of a good officer to recognize the difference maybe you're right
0: do, 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 sweet do, do. we're gonna go to ten forward later, right? <laughs> we're out early.
1: <laughs> 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 as soon as he's out the door, <laughs>
0: sucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Wesley's such a prick. <laughs> 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 Start spraying graffiti on the walls. And tectonic plate
2: activity in Dream of Four. Accessing. <laughs>
1: also kind of doesn't come to a culmination that like he that guy is kind of a dick to wesley and is is patronizing him and talking down to him and then later wesley just asserts himself just the tiniest bit as an authority figure and he's like you got it and it's like oh i like it at the end of the day they're professionals i guess it's like it's like even if they're it's, like, if, like, it's like a last minute
0: thing and it's like, you know, Adam comes in and is like, "Right, we need to, we need a scene blow. Right. We'll be like, uh, and then,
1: "Oh, oh look, all right, we'll do it. Just because you brought it up again. Also, there was a lot of stuff in this episode about the costume and the rights and we don't have the rights. It is all sort of derived from, um, uh, the previous time Adam got the rights from, uh, from his movie fanboys for the Star Trek uh, outfits, so it was very specifically designed to not be the Star Trek outfits. So even though we refer to Spock in the episode, and Matt made adjustments, so that was those were more on target lines. Um, I had written a line and shot a line where she says, uh, "Oh, that's uh, you know, you look adorable." That's a completely inaccurate costume, obviously and she refers to the delta being wrong and everything but it's still adorable also i fought and fought and fought
0: and they still included the one about the purple fish when there are clearly purple fish in star trek the next generation
1: so there were things that we tried <laughs> to make authentic even amongst our jokes we think there are a lot of great jokes in it nonetheless and I, there's a there's a line that's amazing there's uh, uh, dozens from. of good jokes so from many from Matt. So, uh, but the, uh, at any rate, just, uh, you know, don't send your tweets to us. <laughs> we did what we could. <laughs> There's a Star Wars fan at the helm. <laughs> uh, there was a Star Wars fan writing the episode. There was a Star Wars Captain fan Recarters also
3: writing the episode. Deck three.
1: Now, see, Data looks worried. He look. He has tons of emotions in this episode.
0: I do love this horseback ride in Picard through the hills of Glendale. That double looks almost decent. But, you know, the the better resolution you get, the more it is clearly not Patrick Stewart. This is.
4: Data. Excellent steed, sir. Sorry to disturb you, Captain. It's quite all right. It must be important or you wouldn't be here. Yes, sir. It is important, very. Eight weeks ago, I received a
2: transmission, a simple four-word message: "Is anybody out there?" I answered it.
0: Oh boy!
1: Like, shouldn't he be court-martialed? <laughs> I, you, you tell me. I was completely confused in this episode. He.
4: That is. Uh...
1: Constantly Hello. making emotional decisions And he's constantly uh, breaking the
2: was Prime directive in this episode Yes sir I am glad you understand sir But it didn't end there No sir We speak often
4: It is a young female humanoid The society is aware That there is interstellar life No sir you boy. He does Where literally does
2: say, oops. Calling from? Yeah. I've kept that somewhat vague, sir. But Sarzenka, that is her name. She's obviously Russian on um, this planet. Telling me details of her family and friends. And interspersed among these confidences have been some alarming references. Go on. Dremor 4 has been enduring the same geological stress as we have found in the other systems. And your friend is in trouble. What are you proposing? If we can determine the cause of these geological disturbances, we might be able to reverse the process.
4: Violate the Prime Directive? I was hoping you might have another option, sir. We don't even know if this catastrophe is preventable.
0: I mean, it's crazy. This is all crazy and dull and insane and out of character and just the—I uh, don't know. Then he, the discussion in the captain's quarters. But first, let's—I'd like to hear the uh, Wesley ordering the test. Okay.
3: I'm gonna have Davies run that echogram. Thank you, sir.
1: Did you skip You're over well. Riker hitting on the lady? Oh yeah, <laughs> and then whispering
0: in her e- his ear.
1: <laughs> that is a. That's a crazy moment to me. And, uh, and maybe it's just in my mind because Here's of the, what I think. the climate of everything that's been happening. Here's what I think. She's a visiting Officer, <laughs> that is she's such not justifying. She's visiting. She's visiting the The biggest rationalization. That's a trash-
0: is, uh, is What that she's, is? She's uh, on. She's on route to Starbase One Hundred Seven. <laughs> but the Geological survey She's been there for eight weeks.
1: He's a <laughs> superior officer to her, and he could. That could not like be, be more inappropriate. Her, they could put her in civilian clothes. It's crazy. And I did wonder what the what, what is the rule like? Is Riker just? Completely
0: they, having they, sex with they, all of
1: his subordinates. They cover this.
0: There is no rule. No rule. You can. You can.
2: Uh, excuse me.
0: You can date a subordinate, I believe, in Starfleet. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's been
1: covered. Has it? I feel like it has. If I'm wrong, we'll get a prime corrective. It just seemed real weird for him to be doing that. In, I mean, because there's no way that he doesn't end up with that girl. Could be that serious. He's just rikering. So if he's just rikering. In ten forward, it's got to be uncool. He's not even keeping it on the down low. So you want him to do it
0: in like eleven aft? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. which I think would be would be below the shuttle deck. Swear anyway, it. it's where they put the trash. I want that
3: ICA spectrogram run on the Sulkundi drama system. You got it.
0: What's that, was? Secunda kind of drama. So much Secunda kind of drama. Oh, Ugh, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> You got it. Uh, Yeah, then they have the secret meeting in the quarters, for some reason.
4: have to be cautious. Uh, What we do today may profoundly affect the future. If we could see every possible outcome, we'd be gods, which we're not. If there is a cosmic plan, is it not the
2: Height of hubris to think that we can or should interfere.
1: So, what are you saying? That the Germans are fated to die?
2: I think that's an option that we should be considering.
1: Consider it considered and
2: rejected
0: By if the way, I love that a there's a plan? spread a on of... Cadvacard's table for this meeting, and sure. like Jordy walks over to it, and it's like, I don't know. It's a Do good. Do we not order
1: locks? It's good there's no of... locks here? It's a good bit of blocking. Alright.
3: Our presence at this place, at this moment in time, could be a part of that fate
2: right and it could be part of that plan that we interfere well that eliminates the possibility of fate but commander the draymans are not a subject for philosophical debate
4: they are a people so we make an exception in the deaths of millions yes and is it the same situation if it's an epidemic and not a geological calamity
3: absolutely
4: what about a war Pulaski's at the if snack table Generations now. of conflict <laughs> is killing millions.
1: Ooh, scallion cream cheese.
0: You really got bagels on the mind there, buddy. I
4: really do. Oh, well, now we're all a little less secure in our moral certitude. And what if it's not just killings? If an oppressive government is enslaving millions... You see, the Prime Directive has many different functions, not the least of which is to protect us... I thought this was prevent us from allowing our emotion. Really interesting. Well, my judgment.:
3: My emotions are involved. Data's friend is going to die. That means something.
0: To
4: data.
3: Does that invalidate the emotion?
0: He's a machine. <laughs> he has no emotion. And you're the one that's been pushing <sighs> that
4: <did> <laughs>
2: more for? than anybody else, Pulaski. Yes. Sarzenko's transmission could be viewed as a call for help sophistry.
3: I'll buy that, excuse. It's pretty cool. We're all jigging madly on the head of a pin anyway.
4: She could not ask for help from someone she does not know. She knows me. What a perfectly vicious little
1: circle. Just like Mrs. Parker had. Um, I don't uh, Oh, I, Sorry, I was just thinking about 10 forward <laughs> uh, What
0: are we talking about? Can oh, I get right, back to 10 forward?
1: Data, uh, I'm working on a project void. there Data, that's crazy, I don't know why you did this uh, I'll be in 10 forward <laughs> Thinking about it, you know um, I um, I like the discussion At length of the Prime Directive Yes how, how often, I feel like they touch on it But I don't feel like they ever really Delve into it the way they do in the scene Which I really enjoyed Yes they do they do. Many more times. Many more times after this. Yeah. What about before this? Uh, I the, guess... Uh, the I oceans Piece uh, of the action? Right. Some heavy Prime Directive discussion in there. I mean, I guess I, Kirk was constantly breaking the Prime Directive, but I guess I'm just... I don't know. When you look at... I mean, the... the, the I cannot the, believe. The oppression thing was really interesting to me. Like, the Starfleet doesn't step in if there's a total dick in a non-space world if there's a total dick in a non-space world that's like oppressing people and killing people and being a yeah no they don't step in they haven't reached the
0: uh, point of evolution where they can be communicated with
1: what is the reasoning
0: the pre-warp civilizations i understand aren't ready to but what's their brains broken open and being told
1: that oh well, why don't they There's just this. go in piece of the action style because, and just well, they set can't. up new... I think
0: the idea is that the effect on that culture uh-huh. would do such a drastic shift to whatever's happening in their natural evolution. Uh-huh. Their religion could fall apart. Their sociopolitical structure could fall apart. If they find out that this is not all there is, their <sighs> power on that planet becomes meaningless. All legal structure, all everything just falls apart once you find out there is intelligent life outside of the planet. So what they do is they will wait for the natural course of civilization to when they achieve warp, and they are then able to
1: travel interstellarly. Do they mess with them then? Oh, then it's free reign, bro. Um I don't know. It seems morally questionable. What does? I don't know, you're letting people die or letting people be in pain,
0: you're not, you're not helping. Die. You're letting pre warp civilizations. You're not supposed to like slide in like you're God and go. I can fix this.
1: That's what I would do. Ding!
0: (laughs) Hey, yo, it's Andy. You want to see my horse that talks? Come to Holodeck 4. Check it
1: out. What's Holodeck 4? Call this planet Secundi. Secundi. Secundi Secundi4? Secundi. Secunda. Uh, Well, Andy, uh,
0: I think we're having a great time with this episode, and that's why I give it uh, 10 out of 10 (laughs) Andes.
1: You just jump into the end. (laughs)
4: cannot turn our backs.
1: Oh this was this was bullshit though. That they're having all this serious discussion and he's like no, we're not going to do it. Captain Vlog is not the thing. Accidentally One, four, three, plays the kid's voice and then they're like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait."
4: Wait.
1: Data, it's Nikki Cox.
3: Isolating frequency.
1: I'm gonna be on a middling Data, sitcom someday. Are you? are you sure you don't how want to save me? There's a me? bunny for some reason. Please,
3: please, I'm so afraid.
4: Data,
0: Voiced Data, by Bobcat, right? Uh, yes. Wait. This is like when Lorca plays the transmissions from the dilithium mine that's being pounded by Klingons to get that's the. That's true. Uh, I don't know how much spoiling. Forget what I said
1: everyone Well that's not major spoiler
4: He's calculated the safest location on the planet's surface You can guess why <sighs> We're just getting deeper and deeper in aren't we She's going to die They're all going to die Unless Yes unless Alright you can tell command the data he has my permission to contact his uh, his friend and conduct it to a safer location. Number one, you know where we are now. I really enjoyed
1: this. He makes the, <laughs>
4: we're up in up to, to our, our necks.
1: necks. <laughs> and then later he goes, <laughs> way over our heads. Which is, I really enjoyed. And of course a great performance, as always, by Sir Patrick Stewart
4: so they become resonators. We will then use torpedo casings to protect them once they begin burrowing beneath the surface. How will these resonators destroy the crystals?
3: By emitting harmonic vibrations which will shatter the lattices.
4: The Enterprise will monitor and adjust the frequency of the resonators. Sounds like a plan. Let's get started.
1: Wesley figures it Captain all
2: out.
4: Captain T. Earl Grey, hot.
0: First time he gets what he ordered That's true
2: And drinks it on the show I wonder why they
4: wrote it in there I've been unable to contact Sarjanka
0: I think they just decided it was his thing now
4: Data, Hmm. I appreciate your concern Transporting to the surface is only going to make a bad situation worse Sir, I feel it is important to determine the reason for Come on, Data
1: Stop being such a douche
2: your orders were to deliver the message, correct? Yes. Then what is the difference between sending the message and delivering it personally? A whopping big one. And you know it. He does so know we it. We have come this far. It's great. He's being crazy
4: disingenuous. Pound, he's crazy. crazy.
1: And he's a robot.
2: Yes, sir.
4: Oh, hell.
1: Go. And the only thing he says is sir? in for a penny, in for a
4: pound, right? Number one. Handle the transporter. Go.
1: I don't understand.
4: What well, we just say we are now, an sir.
1: And it makes the motion above his head. I like that interaction between him and Riker. That's yeah. Fun. But they must deal with this shit constantly. Like what, in every signals? mission. No, I mean just like, oh, there's there's a planet about to explode over there. Should we save it? Nope. Yeah. The so whole civilization's going to die over there.
0: Yep. That was the natural course of that civilization. It's messed up. would be like someone going back in time and preventing the Roman Empire from falling. Andy? Yeah, but that
1: yeah. would have been
0: cool. <laughs> that been awesome. Yeah, but cool. <laughs> Think about all the aqueducts we'd have now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the natural course of evolution for these people. God. <sighs> watch star trek insurrection you gotta you you're a, such a you you're a, such a
1: starfleet
0: i am i would square. be a fucking great starfleet officer i would be a great makai
1: was it what they were called makai l'chaim oh, what were they in in voyager the maquis maquis or what well, were I'm the other ones the up. the israeli hot ensign row people bajorans i make a bajoran <laughs> too this, they kind of made their own rules like, so, right Sure.
3: Be standing over here, dozing off.
1: They
0: yeah. were full civilization. It was just defeated by the Cardassians in a war and, and put into a lot of slave camps, POW camps, things like that. All right, I might want Maybe I don't, don't want to be... I, a, not, big one. Ten <laughs> minutes,
2: that's it. If you see anybody but Sajenka. I will signal for immediate beam out.
0: I like this
1: O'Brien-Riker interaction. Yes. yes. And as usual, there's... Michael, <laughs> it's Michael, like... Great. O'Brien I'm taking over And then a second later Okay O'Brien take over
2: (laughs) I just woke up sir You know what to do No problem sir I'll have him out of there As smooth as ice
1: I can see why they Put this guy in Bigger and bigger parts He was Colomini was so good in this He was Do you know know
0: who's not good in this The crew For allowing The show to be made You mean the Production crew Production crew yeah. yeah (laughs)
1: you think they should have rebelled
3: (laughs) data where have you been
2: it would take too long to explain you and your family must leave
3: we already have
4: we ran when the tremors began
2: then why are you here
4: my father wouldn't let us take anything but I had to have my transmitter I knew you would come back and he didn't want you to find only silence the way I did
2: I'm
1: Real sorry.
2: But it is very complicated. Does your family know where you are? No. You cannot survive in this.
3: What are we going to do?
0: Well, you got pretty cool doors. You sure you haven't thought about war? <laughs> I was just powers? thinking that. A
2: super advanced, Enterprise. weird door. Two to beam up. You must come with me. No, no. So what is what
1: what is the deal here? It's just like what he what what is the deal? He's you know, in, ba- in the first Batman,
0: he's he's. I'm convinced he's been replaced by lore. This really, is so exactly.
1: undata like behavior. Matt Matt's <laughs> theories. Um, you know, uh, you know, in the first Batman. Um when the eighty nine? Sorry, not the first Batman, the, the Michael Keaton Batman. Um In eighty nine Batman. In eighty nine, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um when uh there's a scene in the middle where <laughs> where um alfred brings Vale fucking look brings Mickey Mickey Valley Valley into the <laughs> and it's just like what what what? How, what how did what's going on
0: i love what that is they the plot that? reason they referenced that in the second one in batman return oh uh, yeah well
1: that was great it was and i feel like it was he's probably like, fiddling in a fish tank and he goes well who let vicky vale in the Batcave?" it's like oh hey vicky vale <laughs> yeah that's great that was great The the whole, the whole thing had been like that from that point forward it would have been great um although i like batman returns not the point the point is this reminds me of that where it's just like what are you doing what is going on where are your faculties
0: what is O'Brien say oh we're gonna find out after this break
2: there's gonna be hell to pay
1: <laughs> this is great nice and
2: Irish where's commander Riker on the bridge. Where are you going? To the bridge. And you're going to take that?
3: <laughs> leave me here, please! Don't leave me here.
2: Quite impossible.
1: I like the, I like what it reveals about O'Brien that he called her a that. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm take that. This is pre
2: warp
0: thing. Like, and then, like, I love that. Like Picard's move is to not be annoyed about the fact that. His senior officer, his third in command, has just completely disregarded the prime directive. His problem is that a children
1: has been brought a child is, has been brought, brought on the, on the insane. bridge. Is um, can I ask you? Does may I ask you? Does um, da- is Data allowed in canon to break Starfleet directives? Like, obviously, we're watching him do it. I mean, but he
0: has so many protocols that he's not supposed to
1: be able to do that. Correct.
0: He's right. not supposed to break protocol unless it's for the moral unless it's a moral
1: well i guess that's the
0: loophole here a moral here. uh so believes it's,
1: a moral fail right so i guess that's the who determines is his morality right well, here well the prime directive inherently determines that the morality is that it's okay to let creatures die and be in pain for the prime directive's purposes right. so he's illustrating he doesn't really believe it's starfleet yeah, protocol. It's well, I mean, he goes haywire at the beginning of Insurrection
0: just for the like for that very reason.
1: Interesting. He's also just acting like he has emotions. It's crazy.
4: Sir. 3 minutes to resonator launch. Where is he? He'll be here. He has brought a child onto my ship, and on my bridge. I'm sure Mr. Data has a very good explanation. Would I know if she's a child? I do, sir. She was frightened and did not wish to be left. Mr. Data, kindly assume your station. Counselor, will you escort him to sickbay?
3: No, Data. No, I'm scared. Don't make me go. (laughs) It's all right. No one's going to hurt you. No.
1: Unless you consider your memories precious.
3: We'll just go and get a treat and...
1: No. Oh, boy.
0: I don't know what to do with this episode.
2: There is your home.
0: They launch the torpedo things and fix the planet. Sure.
4: Data order to Sigmund.
3: Aye, sir. Two hours. The memories would be stored chemically on the neurons of the cerebral cortex. They're also time dependent. I would have to scan for the age of the chemical links and try to find the relevant neurons.
4: Well, do your best.
3: Lane and Singerstone. It sings a different song for each person.
1: Can I ever sing what a stone? But it,
2: it does not sing for me.
3: Why not? Because I'm a machine, Sergeantka. We're going to run a few scans just to be sure you're all right. Data will be right here.
1: She's flat out lying to her patient. This has also got to be immoral, by the way. Oh God, It's like it's rife. And break the Hippocratic Oath. Hippie dippy doopie. Hippie dippy deuce.
0: Welcome to the uh, Sandler, the next conversation. Have a
4: sleepy sleepy doo. weapon of the hippocampus.
1: Little Nicky would be welcome in this episode. <laughs> Uh,
0: hey guys, it's over, so <laughs> Oh,
1: boy. Um, I say just jump ahead to that last scene with Data and Picard. They gave her a stone that she shouldn't have. It'd be great if they came back and they realized that altered the course of the entire civilization. You
4: reminded us that there are obligations that go beyond duty. I appreciate your seeking other options, sir. Your decision could have been unilateral. One of my officers, one of my friends, was troubled. I had to help.
1: By breaking the prime directive.
4: Is Zajenka safely home? Yes, sir.
2: She will not remember me, sir. But I
4: will remember her. I will remember. The they two are a part of friendship. Yes, sir. And understanding that has brought you a step closer to understanding humanity.
1: (gasps) That's what it was all for. It's very interesting with the, um, the development of that Roddenberry was still in the picture, because I do wonder if maybe the problem with this whole season when it goes so far astray, is you got Maurice Hurley making certain decisions. Then Roddenberry will come in and change them, even though he's not at the helm. And then um, Hurley, being who he is, is just angry and just like, fine, it'll have no ending. Forget it then. I don't care if it makes sense. Um, Roddenberry ruined it.
0: Yeah, it's... uh, Listen... Uh,
1: you okay man
0: <laughs> it's crazy. this is crazy guess what the borger next week so <gasps> i hope really? you're excited
1: oh my gosh that makes me so happy <laughs> oh my let's, gosh let's
0: fucking jettison pen pals real quick here jesus christ let's give it some
1: andy's oh you don't like this one i'll do it a different one wait you don't
0: i mean this episode no no no, no yeah, i don't have... you're right the MVC, yeah, the
2: MVC, mm-hmm. only Matt and Andy know who it's gonna be, uh, will it be Dana? Too long for I, I, I know. Control your doctor, brush, you gotta fill the time with something, at least,
0: least until,
1: until season three. Yeah, Peter has got to be happy that we actually know the theme, sure. Um, your
0: most valuable crew member, Andy, there is one answer to this question and one answer only. Do you have the correct answer uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, <laughs> O'Brien no um because he beamed them up and beamed them down um oh Wesley,
0: correct Wesley crusher. Welcome back! It's your first MVC of season
1: two. He hasn't been in all the episodes. He does very well when he's in it. Yeah, um, and I'll just we'll just get into this. Uh,
3: we sit and watch, and then we hang and talk, but the podcast isn't over just yet. How many Andy's does this episode get?
1: Um, I did not dislike this episode as much as you dislike this episode uh, because I enjoyed the prime directive. Yeah, lengthy discussion, and maybe that's because I'm less familiar with it. So I thought it was really interesting all the stuff about oppression and the and like wars and and I mean, I frankly, it probably irritates you because there's no reason for them to be having this lengthy
0: <laughs> discussion. Scene, the scene, ha- the episode has some highlights. That scene is one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I like the protocol situations between Wesley and his
1: team. Those I really two things I like. I also thought that even though it eventually doesn't really momentum-wise add up to that much i enjoy that the plots the two plots really kind of counterbalance each other in a way that thematically most of these shows if not all of them have not one is about what do you do what's this decision you make with the prime directive and wesley's is how do you have faith in your decisions when you're in command and how do you when do you you know listen to your subordinates when don't you so it's kind of what both data and picard have to deal with in the other plot so it's really uh, i thought that that part was really nice and, and well written and i thought wesley was actually really well written in this episode that being said it was uh, really not that interesting an episode and the kid thing is insane and data's acting insane Yep, out of character so
0: how many andies do you give it mr i'm gonna explain everything uh i give it a
1: three and a half
0: wow that's crazy. What do you give it? One and a half. Yep. There you go. The half bump is for the two scenes I like.
1: Um, there you go. All I right. wasn't sure if you were going to come in higher. But you didn't. You Andy. came in exactly lower. Exactly lower. <laughs> you came in mathematically lower.
0: Uh, it's time to hear the trailer for next week's episode. If you'd like to watch the trailer. Oh,
2: yeah. Come
0: over. All right, guys. We're Hit playing it. the trailer Let for next me. week's
1: episode. Cue who people have been talking about this
4: next time on star trek the next generation the evil Q returns what do you want q my purpose is to join you no and the card faces q's wrath when the enterprise is hurled into a living nightmare we have an intruder now the crew is helpless against an invincible race of alien killing machines you can't outrun them you can't destroy them on star trek the next generation
1: it's an evil cue. It's very subjective.
4: The um, evil
1: cue. <laughs> I'm making the call. Um, I believe I've seen this one. I'm just supposed to say cue. I'm going <laughs> to say evil. He's, he's evil. But you're not the... Uh, you're, you're, you don't no, no, the copy. no.
0: I've done hundreds of these. He's evil.
1: Don't change the copy, please.
0: Which, I'm <laughs> saying evil. If you can cut um, it out, cut it out. Otherwise, no. Okay. The evil cue. <laughs>
1: You need to one slower? Sure. Evil <laughs> Q. Just fast. The <laughs> Evil Q. <coup. laughs> okay. Um, uh, I believe I've seen this one, so this of will course be interesting. You have. It's,
0: the, it's the beginning of, sure. the, of the, uh, the Borg ones of, I've seen, of of which is the,
1: why, honestly, maybe the only reason that I engage in this <laughs> because I was like, well, it's
0: got it. I know there are at least a few episodes that are amazing, so, so shall we notify Starfleet Command that we've engaged the Borg? Sh- sure. All right. <laughs> sure is that a famous line from somewhere (laughs) all right andy we had a great time did we nope (laughs) i enjoyed doing the podcast but i did not enjoy the episode i watched me too all right get out of here everybody